0: If you're trying to make changes in the new year, don't make a new year's resolution. For any of us who have been alive to see quite a few new years come and go, we know that when we make new year's resolutions, many of us, we might do good for two, three weeks, maybe the whole month of January, but eventually we fall off and we really don't know why. We start off really well but somehow we fall off our goals, we become disillusioned or discouraged, and we give up all together. And instead of making a New Year's resolution, you should do this instead. If this is the first time we're meeting, my name is Chris, and this is Foundation Bible Studies, where I seek to help connect you with your Creator in Jesus Christ, both informationally and experientially, so you can find the significance and fulfill the purpose that God created you for. Now, if you get anything out of this video, I would encourage you to like and subscribe to the channel or follow the podcast. That way, whenever I upload new videos or new podcasts, you will be notified and it will definitely help out the channel and ministry and trying to help as many people as we can. And so in talking about New Year's resolutions, many times we treat New Year's resolutions like we do a to-do list. I want To lose weight, check. I want to be more timely, check. I want to do whatever it is. We treat it like a to do list. But when we look at life, the most passionate people don't treat things like a to do list. There's actually something much deeper that they live their lives from. And we can look at things like an artist, we can look at things like an athlete. We can look at things like a scientist, an engineer, or any genre or grouping of people where there are passionate people. Why are artists, whether singers or painters or whoever, why are they willing to earn little to nothing, but yet they keep on doing their passion? Why are scientists willing to put in hours and hours of work and research and experiments for many of them to never get any mainline or mainstream credit. It's because there's something deeper that is going on inside of them that they live by. We can even see this in the the gender identity movement, the gender ideology movement. And it really goes back to that phrase gender identity. They are living from a place of passion. They're living from something that they feel. Now, as a Christian, if you're a Christian, perhaps you're not. And if you're not, that's perfectly fine. I didn't start off as a Christian. You can check out my little channel stinger, channel video, whatever. And you can kind of see the pictorial depiction of where I've come from, where Jesus Christ has brought me from, and where I currently am, wherever that may be. I'll let him decide that. But when we look at the gender ideology and the gender identity community, we see that they are living from a place of passion something that they feel now on the i would say the 180 side of that and talking to the christians in the city of philippi jesus's apostle or ambassador paul in the second chapter of the letter to the philippian christians he says it is god when we are born again of water and spirit when we have experientially Received God's Holy Spirit or old King James English Holy Ghost. When we have received the Holy Spirit with the initial sign of praying in the Spirit, aka speaking in tongues, this is when our spirit is rebirthed or reborn and we have been born into the supernatural realm. And so Jesus says we need to be born again of water and spirit as he is talking to Nicodemus in John's gospel in chapter 3 verses 1 through 8. And so the apostle Paul, the ambassador Paul, as he is talking to the Christians, the born-again Christians in the city of Philippi, in chapter 2 verse 13, he says, it is God who gives us the desire to perform his will and gives us the ability to do it much of what we overlook within the new within the new testament is that many times the writers are speaking to their audiences jesus is speaking to his audience the disciples and apostles are speaking to their audiences not from position but relationship and identity yes relationship is important but relationships help us in the development of our identity my parents relationship to me helped me to develop my identity. I and my wife were helping to develop our kids' identity as we observe their gifts, their talents, their skills, the abilities God has put within them, and we encourage where we can encourage and we comfort where we need to comfort. Perhaps there's something that my youngest son admires in his older brother, but that's not his skill. And so we help capitalize on his skills, his talents, his abilities. And perhaps one day vice versa where our older son will look at our younger son and say, man, I really like that my little brother does that specific thing. And vice versa with my wife, me and my wife. There are certain things that my wife, she knows that she can do when she's focused and in the spirit that I admire and I wish I could do, but that is not the gifts or abilities God has given me both naturally and supernaturally. And so the things that are within us, they flow, from out of us. Paul, like I said, Paul said to the Philippian Christians that it is God who gives us both the desire and the ability to do. And so when you're looking at trying to make changes in the new year, you want to come from a place of identity. All that you are, all that you've experienced, and all that God is seeking to do in your life and through your life, it's based on your identity in him and so when we look at an artist we look at an athlete we look at a musician we look at a painter we look at a sketch artist all that they are doing talking about the checklist the checklist begins to disappear when it comes from a place of passion that passion comes from who they are and so when it comes to trying to improve our prayer lives, trying to improve our personal consecration through fasting, trying to improve our devotion through reading. Or if you're like me, between reading and my personal devotional time in the morning, I'll throw in my AirPods, my earbuds, my headphones, and I'll listen to an audio Bible and get most of God's word throughout the day that way as I'm fulfilling all my other life duties, husband duties, father duties. And so, but that flows from who I am. And as we spend time with God, he develops that desire and he gives and enhances the ability as he helps us to learn, as he helps us to adjust. So as you're trying to make changes in the new year, I want to encourage you don't make changes based off of a to-do list. I got, I have to pray more. I have to read more instead. Approach it from a place of passion, approach it from a place of identity. Are you a Christian? Well, what is it that Christians do? And if you find it hard to develop that passion, yes, do the things that you know Christians do just off of basics. Be active in your church community. Set aside time to spend with God. Get up earlier, go to bed a little later, or set aside that time, schedule out your time, put yourself on a schedule, help develop a schedule for your family. Set aside time to pray. Pick a day to fast. Stay in communication with your pastor. With the help of Jesus Christ, I have been living Faithfully, consistently, not perfectly for him since 2009. And since 2009, he has helped me to live consistently, as I said, versus previously I found it hard. I would go to church when everything, when I needed help, I would stop going to church when everything was good. But once I learned to live from the identity of a Christian and I learned what Christians did, and I made that a discipline, God eventually took the discipline of Christian disciplines, praying, fasting, reading, being part of my church community. And he began to infuse my discipline with his desire. So approach the new year from a place of identity. Approach the new year from the identity of a Christian. Now you do wanna make sure that you've been born again of water and spirit as Jesus himself said and as the apostles instituted. If you've never heard that phrase or you're not sure what that means, if you're here on YouTube, I'ma point you right here to this video where I talk about what it means to be born again of water and spirit as Jesus said and not following the historical teachings of later teachers. And if you're listening on the podcast, I will link it down below. But join me in the next video in this series, as we begin to develop our identity as Christians, and until the next one, I bless you in Jesus' name.